welcome to Inspiration from the Couch. I'm Avery. I'm Jamie. And I'm Lucy. We are psychologists and moms. Join us as we discuss what we've figured out, what we've yet to figure out, and what there's just no figuring out. It's sure to be fun, and you may be inspired along the way. Welcome, everyone. Today, we are going to talk about gratitude. So first things first, I thought we would just start off talking about what it is. So what comes to mind for you all when I say gratitude? What does that mean to you? So I think like being thankful. But I think That's like, what I had like images of like turkey and fall leaves <laughs> in my head. I was like, ah, I know. So this this is like a topic for us to talk about. I was like, hmm, my guess is we're probably going to like circle around to it, like around Thanksgiving, the holiday, something like that. Mm -hmm. But I thought it'd be great for us to talk about today. But yes, that is, I I get a lot of those images too. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh I also think about it being kind of, that's more like an external gratitude of like saying thank you. Uh I also kind of, as I've learned more about it, I see that it's really powerful as an internal thing. Just feeling grateful Mm -hmm. is a great reframe for difficulty or for me, especially when I get really anxious, gratitude really kind of brings me down. Kind of trying to look at what, what are they, are there parts of the situation I can be grateful for really helps. So it's not just a, a behavioral, like external right. manifestation, it's internal too. And mm-hmm. actually the, the, like the Oxford dictionary defines it as a quality or condition of being mm. thankful. So not just saying thank you, but Hey, how does this feel on mm. the inside? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jamie, do you define a lot of words? Like, do you tend to look up words? Mm-hmm. I do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I noticed that. I'm sorry. I was just curious. I was like, you do a good job of like yeah. circling back to the definitions. I do. I, like to, know. Yeah, I, do. I uh-huh. like to know like, where did this come from? Sure. Like, what, what is this all about? Hmm, what do I think about this definition? Yeah. I think especially for these words like gratitude, which is like this big word that kind of sometimes gets overused. I think it's kind of nice to go back to like the basics and figure out like, yeah. What does it really mean? Yeah. Could you say the definite? I wasn't listening. I was thinking about you. I was like, she defines a lot. Anyway, I went off on a different train. So I missed all of it. So the quality or condition of being thankful. So it's the appreciation of an inclination to return kindness. Yeah. So it's, it feels good. And also too, it's this motivating force as well. You know, when we're grateful, you know, I think probably for most of us, we want to share that, Mm. that goodness with other people. How do you all recognize and acknowledge gratitude in your lives how do you recognize it and acknowledge it this is making me sound really resentful but i'm just going to share it i think really one time i'm i'm aware of gratitude is when i feel like i'm not being given enough gratitude uh like sometimes when i feel like i'm doing a lot of things for other people and it's not being appreciated that is a way that gratitude i mean maybe the antithesis of gratitude shows up but like that doesn't feel good it does not feel good to like do something nice for someone and have it not responded to in a more helpful way when when i am looking for the things i'm grateful for it really does help me to settle though it really does help me to shift my my emotional state mm-hmm. um, to do so that. So when you look outward, like that expectation mm-hmm. or that expectancy from somebody else, like I've, I've done this or whatever, mm-hmm. like, where's my thank you? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You come home and there's dinner on the table yes. and mm-hmm. appreciate me, please. Appreciate me, please. <laughs> right. I'm not doing it just for the appreciation, but it would feel so good. Yeah. 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 <laughs> how, yeah. About, how about for you, Lucy? So I just I was thinking, and I think sometimes gratitude can flow naturally, like something, some, sometimes something happens and you just have this well of, of mm, gratitude for, sure. for it, for someone, for something, whatever it may be. I think sometimes, though, I'm more 
cued into this idea of gratitude because I, I can be like a problem hunter, right? So I'm Ooh. really quick to see like the things that aren't working and the things that need to change and the things we need to do differently. Like, I, like what's wrong comes into my field of vision like more quickly. Mm. And so I think sometimes when I find myself stuck in that and like overcaught on it, it can be a really nice shift to start to think like, what am I grateful for? Like what's going well? Like what is there that is right in all of this? And by like putting my attention on that, like Avery, you're saying you settle, like it just brings a totally mm. different perspective. Yeah. And one of the things when I was looking at this a little bit and looking at some of the research on gratitude, something that I found really interesting, I didn't really, I, I hadn't thought of it like this before, but gratitude recognizes that the source of goodness that we're experiencing is outside of us. Mm. It is outside of ourselves. So mm. it's different from other emotions because you can be grateful, right, to things outside of yourself, but you're not really grateful to yourself mm. like when you're experiencing gratitude, right? You you know, like other yeah. emotions, I can be angry with myself, I can be pleased with myself or proud of myself or whatever, but you're it's not so like, right. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. not like, you know, when I achieve something like I finish a race or I get my PhD or I receive a favorite or you cook dinner for yourself right (laughs) I am grateful to me it's gratitude the source is outside not myself right and like with that though we're forced to get outside of ourselves which there's something so powerful about that Mm -hmm. I was going to say I'm going to practice being grateful for me (laughs) but I think that's not the direction I want to go just as you did I'm grateful for me (laughs) like we can look at like I'm you know there are certain aspects you know things about ourselves that yes I can be grateful for this I can be grateful that you know I'm I'm breathing today or that Mm -hmm. my body can move this way or or whatever but a lot of the times yes it's not like me I am grateful for health right yeah but even that is like I'm really grateful that I got a good report at the doctor I'm really I mean it is it's still external to like my being like myself Mm -hmm. yeah that's interesting what I feel like that's such an it balances the scales because I think anxiety puts me in a lot the same position as a problem hunter that I'm looking outside of myself and expecting bad Mm -hmm. that this is such a nice offset to that to look outside yourself and see the good Yes, there, there's like this humility to it, yeah. right? Like we yeah. really wouldn't be where we are today without the help of other people around us. And I think that's yep. such a powerful thing for us to remember. Yep. Mm-hmm. As you were saying that, Lucy and I just took this really deep breath. You can, <laughs> can almost feel our energy like kind of settled. And yeah. it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah it yeah. feels really nice. Yeah. So why, why does it matter? Like, why is gratitude important? Mm. Why, why does it matter? Like, can you imagine living in a world where gratitude is not a thing? I mean, I, I kind of can, because I think when I get really anxious <laughs> and really depressed, I'm not really grateful for much. Uh-huh. And it's dark. Mm-hmm. It does not feel good. Yeah. So I, I don't know that in the world it doesn't exist. But in my world, I can I can remember times that I've had a very hard time with gratitude or mm-hmm. not feeling grateful. And it's lonely and it feels really negative and like you just kind of expect the worst to happen and if that's what you're expecting you can find it like problem hunter yeah so like it's it's a dark place yeah well and like like there's like the dark depressive side but then what you alluded to earlier like the resentful angry side right so that may be like oh my kids are assholes right they're not grateful for anything right no one appreciates anything like to get caught in this like martyr sort of space like without gratitude a very Mm self-focused and negative Uh uh-huh if we think about like clinical depression, I like this image of like, it's almost like wearing sunglasses where you filter so much of the light out. And having been in that space myself, like I think I filter a lot of the gratitude out. And so if 
you're not looking for, if you're looking at your kids to be assholes versus like, I'm so grateful that I have these healthy children, you'll see it, right? Yeah. Like it's kind of like a, a mindset. And, yeah. and I think it, it kind of is a downward spiral in that way. And what's that even? There's some parenting expert that talks about, maybe it's like the love and logic, but you like catch them doing good, yes. mm-hmm. right? So how do you catch other people's doing good? And that's kind of like gratitude in action. Yeah. Yeah. It's a big positive contributing factor to all of our relationships, right? To our friendships, our family, whoever. And it is protective. It's a protective thing. And it's really, you know, I think when I work with clients, sometimes when they're having difficulty, you know, in their relationships, they're saying like, oh, you know, there's this lack of respect, Mm -hmm. like they don't respect me. And I think a lot of times what it is that they're looking for really is this sense of gratitude, appreciation, those sorts of things in their relationships. Mm -hmm. And they get frustrated when they're doing so much for other individuals and it's not reciprocated. Well, and I think even going back to Lucy, what you were saying, like the catching people do something good. I actually just had this experience yesterday. So it really is like fresh on my mind that I'm, I'm a, I'm a critical person and I work on that, but I'm critical. I'm critical of myself. I'm critical of people in my life. And yesterday I had this interaction with my daughter, Wesley, and it was true. I mean, I really was so grateful. She's been doing a lot around our house and she had folded all these clothes and emptied the dishwasher. I mean, it was really nice. And I kind of looked at her and I was like, I really am so grateful. Thank you so much. You've been doing so great at making the mornings more peaceful, blah, blah, blah. And I could just see her just open up and relax. And I, it really is, it, it has to be authentic. I don't think yes. it really works if you're like, thank you so much for, but I think really that genuine gratitude, gosh, it feels so good. And it was, it was like a set shift mm. for both of us. I think I'm, I think she was probably expecting criticism, which is on me. I need to work on that. Um, but I think also it just was like, it felt so good. And it was like, what, what do I think is more likely like today for her to do? If, if, if I've been grateful for things she's done versus criticizing everything, I think it kind of can turn that downward spiral around yeah. a little bit. Yeah. And almost like I hear you describe almost this like bolstering and buoyancy. Like you yes. can see it like that this light, like gratitude mm-hmm. helps turn on this sense of like light and openness and expansiveness yeah. rather than the like shrinking, shutting yes. down, closing mm-hmm. off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So that's like one of the big emotional benefits of gratitude, mm. right? Is that it also brings about other emotions like joy and enthusiasm. Also too, even like a you know, when people are having trouble with forgiveness, gratitude can really assist oh. with that as well. So lots and lots of emotional benefits. There's also other tons of benefits too. So when I looked at the research on gratitude and there is a lot these days that there are physical benefits to, to gratitude too, like that people that keep gratitude journals have actually fewer illness related symptoms. They do like things that are great for their health, like engage in movement and keep track of that and just feel better about their lives in general. So there's lots of great physical benefits to gratitude. And then also too socially, I think that's one of the biggest pieces that I like about gratitude is that it in increases levels of connectedness, right? Mm-hmm. So Avery, when you're talking about like telling Wes that, that you're grateful to her for what she's done, right? It increases that bond, that yeah. connection mm-hmm, and just makes it that much stronger. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting what you were saying about forgiveness. I mean, that makes a lot of sense, but it's, it's almost this idea of like, even if you're not in a place in your relationship where you want to necessarily do it for the other person, it's, it's like, you can do it for yourself. You can kind of be a little bit selfish about it. Like it's going to help you feel better. It's going to help you. Like your, your symptoms are going to decrease. You're going to feel better when you do yeah. it. And then it's obviously it's going to kind of create that connection with others as well. Yeah. yeah. So I don't, 
that the the two of you kind of mentioned a little bit stuff that gets in the way of gratitude. Mm. So what are some other things that come to mind for you that get in the way of of gratitude? I think for me, the biggest thing is I just forget to be yeah. honest. Like and I have mm. I have seen the research. I recommend to clients this idea of like a gratitude practice. I just forget, right? And you have ideas like I have a gratitude jar like in my in my office and at home. I have like a notebook by my bed to keep track of gratitude. I know I could just say it in my head. I just forget. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a, a big piece for me too, just the busyness of life. I was thinking about you, Lucy, with the gratitude jars, both at your home and in your in your office. And I was like, oh, this is a this is a great idea. And I got this gratitude journal and it's on my bedside table still sitting there on the bedside table just as blank as can be and it's it's a practice that I I want to put into action and we'll talk about that towards the end of this podcast but but yeah it the busyness of life can just Mm -hmm. get in the way but I think that that I mean maybe we should do a whole podcast on this but I think when we think of like self-care and competing demands I could Mm -hmm. make a list of a hundred wonderful things I could do Mm -hmm. for myself every day but none of us have the time and energy and resources to do it all so almost this question of how do you prioritize which are going to be most important Mm -hmm. I'll be honest I I think in a lot of ways when I remember to do gratitude it's for very selfish reasons that I haven't really found something that is as easy or as, as accessible that reduces my anxiety as quickly. Like it really does work for me, mm-hmm. especially when I'm in a place of like fear about something like I'm, I'm an anxious person anyway, but especially when there's a specific thing that I am fearful about, it really does like just settle. Could you have an example? Yeah. So like, I mean, I think I've talked about this before. I have some health issues that are ongoing and I get really scared when they, they kind of like crop up and I get really, really scared and really fearful. And I kind of like lose touch with myself a little bit. And when I can be grateful for days of health, like right now I'm in a healthy period. And sometimes I kind of get this, like, I call it like, foreboding joy of like, oh, I'm healthy today. But I mean, at any moment I could be unhealthy again. And that would be that I can really gratitude really helps to just let me enjoy the the periods of health. So I'm in that right mm-hmm. now. And it's like, I can get that like fear and worry and what's going to happen. And it helps to settle and say, I can be so grateful that I'm right now healthy. Everything's good mm-hmm. with my health and, and enjoy and appreciate what that feels like and, and versus the anticipation. Yeah. So and it sounds like like gratitude too, in that example has a very much a present moment quality to it mm-hmm. where it brings you back to the present and like gets you back on your feet. Exactly. So what else gets in the way? Sometimes like mm-hmm. maybe really heightened emotions, like you were saying, Avery busyness, like that you and I talked about Lucy, what about other things? I think another thing that can just get in the way is just like patterns of behavior. I mean, Mm. I think if you're looking for reasons to be grateful, you'll find them. And if you're looking for reasons to be resentful and angry and whatever the opposite of grateful is, critical maybe, then you'll find it. And so I I think it can be a a mindset, whether it's in a relationship or in a season of your life, that if you're looking for for reasons to be grateful, you can often find them, but it can be hard to remember to look. Um, But also it's like the well-worn path habit of behavior that you're like, well, no, there's nothing to be grateful for. I just got to like it kind of keeps spinning on itself. Yeah. Yeah. And I think for me, something that crops up and then I get so aggravated with my children about is like a sense of entitlement. Ooh. So for me, that's one of the big opposites of gratitude is, is entitlement. Yeah. Of, okay. I deserve this or, Hey, you know, 
you didn't do this for me or oh, like, mm-hmm. you know, dinner's not fixed or, you know, something like that. And then it's like, you know, what yeah. are my kids doing? Mm-hmm. So almost, and as you're talking, I'm thinking like comparison, yes. right? So if I look oh. outside and I look at these great mm-hmm. trips everyone is taking or their pretty houses, and then all of a sudden I don't, I feel like ungrateful for what I have. Consumerism, right? Yes. So this, oh, I want yeah. more, I need more, like I don't have enough, I'm not enough. Like all of that keeps us stuck in a yes. place like opposite of gratitude. Yes. Oh yeah. yeah. All of those things. I think that sense of entitlement, comparison making, like expectations of gratitude from from other individuals, being really busy. I think other things that I see sometimes on TV or like YouTube kind of burns are uh, <laughs> like this when they show people who are in this victimhood state uh, mm-hmm. where it is this poor me and mm-hmm. that's all that they're they're seeing or the other side of that too is when someone can't admit that they have shortcomings that yeah. that will get in the way of gratitude that's as right. well mm-hmm. well i think both of you kind of alluded to this idea and I, I wonder how much social media or media in general has maybe contributed or detracted from our ability to be grateful. And mm-hmm. I think a lot of times, especially the comparison, when you look, you're looking at so- social media, I mean, we all kind of are well aware. It's like people's highlight reels on social media. And if you're comparing that to like your regular Tuesday, it's going to be a downward comparison. Right. And, and I think that that really can push on gratitude that if you're looking, well, it should be, I should be on this vacation or I should be living in that house versus I'm so grateful that I have, I'm living in the house that I am living in and those kinds of things. I think, yeah. And that constant stream of comparison can really interfere. And we are just bombarded with it. Bombarded. uh, Reading an article on this. And by the age of 21, we've seen 1 million TV commercials. And so does that have an effect on us? Yes, it does. Especially in regards to that comparison making, whether it's material goods, consumer sorts of items. Or also, too, like, especially I think it affects relationships as well. Like, you know, is this partner meeting my my Mm -hmm. standards or the standards of social media? things like that too well you think about commercials are not designed to make you happy with what you have no like that's that's actually the opposite like they want you to say i'm not happy with what i have i need and so a million of those images i mean that are just pushing on nope don't be happy with what you have wow that's that's really huh that's really interesting yeah and i think it can lead to like really unrealistic expectations like i'm thinking about Sometimes when I've worked with with clients and, you know, they're bombarded with images, you know, on social media of all of these like really attractive, like sculpted, photoshopped, you know, sort of people. Mm -hmm. And then the expectation is, you know, if they're in a relationship that can actually lead, you know, if they're really focused on that, that can lead to more dissatisfaction in their own relationship. They're not happy with who they have um, and who they are, like both the relationship with themselves and with someone else. That's right. Uh So tell me about a time, and I know, Avery, you mentioned that recently with Wes, but are there other times that really stand out for you where you've really felt grateful? And I'll go. Probably something that I haven't expressed quite fully to my sister is that when I was in grad school, I think one of the biggest, most helpful contributing factors to that was because she and her family, they moved up here. And then when I when I began grad school and 
like mid to end of it, I got pregnant with Grace and then shortly thereafter got pregnant with Max and she actually was our nanny Mm. for a while and she had, you know, Riley shortly after Grace so she could bring him over and and watch the kids. But I could not have finished grad school and get my PhD without her, quite Mm. honestly. So I appreciate that like tremendously. I mean, Mm. I think she's just, you know, the best sister and the best aunt. So Mm. like tremendous amount of gratitude for Mm -hmm. that. I mean, I, th- I think recently I've been really grateful for things that I've missed from COVID. Mm. So I, I think that was a real resettling or restructuring of like things that I could like I was ne- like always took for granted. And so most recently I was able to see a lot of family. I think I was grateful for that in a way that I have never been before because it was just like an always available kind of option. Yeah. Um, and even as things are starting to come back, I'm realizing how like how much I took for granted and how grateful, how grateful I am, like trips or, um, but especially this most recent family reunion. I mean, the hugs were tighter, the conversations were deeper, and mm. we all really kind of had this collective experience of, wow, we've been apart. And that was scary and hard. And it feels so good to do this thing we've kind of taken for granted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't think of any specific examples. I, I think more so when I'm thinking about gratitude, I think the past year has probably been more of a practice and how do I just be grateful for like the small things? Like, and Mm -hmm. when I meditate, this mantra that's come up a lot for me is like, use what you have. Right. I think I can get caught really quickly and like, I need to, to get more, do more. I need to read more books or get more, you like all of that. And so like, how do you just come back Mm -hmm. and like be okay with where you are and what you have little things, you know, on a daily, regular basis. So I think there's been that spirit of just being more settled where I am. Uh, Can you say that mantra one more time? What is it? Use what you have. Use what you have. Uh I love that. Yeah, because I I, I mean, it was silly things. Like even like, you know, like people over for dinner be like, oh, I need to get like new napkins. Or I'm like, I have napkins. I have Mm. plates. Like I shit I haven't used, you know, for my wedding, like get that out. Right. Or like I need a new self-care routine. Like, no, like I've got plenty to draw the gratitude. I have a a jar. I don't need a new system. I use the damn jar. (laughs) Right. Like (laughs) I love that. that. How about on the, on the other end of that, have the two of you ever like faked gratitude? And I can give (sighs) examples for that of stuff that came up for me. Yeah. Give examples about that. So, Robert likes to, you know, give gifts and he is honestly probably the most generous person that I know, but I do not have an affinity for heart jewelry. And, um, I think like a lot of women, heart jewelry is not the thing. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I know what I'm giving you for your birthday. (laughs) (laughs) And so he like, would it make it better if I had a bad word in it? Like, would you like it? engraved on the back like i effing love heart jewelry <laughs> or on the front <laughs> not the back yeah mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. sorry yeah maybe so or like okay. if there was like a little piece of cheese in there or something right like that. Like, I don't know. i'll lock it heart lock, lock it with the cheese, cheese. <laughs> <laughs> i think i would like that but um yeah so he gave me this heart jewelry and i can't remember which thing it was for and i opened it up and i was like oh thank you so much i'll put it with the other heart jewelry <laughs> given me. And it was really funny because Grace looked at him and she's like, you know, most women don't like heart jewelry. <laughs> she spoke truth. Uh-huh. And it cracked me up and he looked at me and I was like, yeah. And you know, this is like 
the one that you got me before. Like, it's oh, no. extremely similar. You know, I'll hold out the two necklaces. He got a twofer. <laughs> way back when so you know it came out but initially it was kind of like oh thanks so much Uh yeah yeah but those like socially awkward situations when you like the social protocol would to have gratitude and maybe you're grateful yeah. for the um for the thought and the gift giving and, and yes. everything like and him that. in general right but this particular piece of jewelry you weren't so grateful so for grateful that right for i mean and i've had that too like with my kids you know mm-hmm. when they get presents for you know their birthday or what have you you know from their little friends and they're like there everybody's watching they're opening it up and then they're like oh i have this already you know, right it's like blurting it uh-huh. out i mean like, it is true but then then i'm like mortified you know like oh or they God. do that oh <laughs> right, and <laughs> like set it to the side. I like that face. Thanks. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, how do y'all encourage gratitude then, and your in your kids or in in other people? Oh, that's a good question. So, I have I have a ton of nieces and nephews, which I think we've talked about here before. But um, one thing that they do is they send me thank you notes for every college graduation present, every Christmas present. And now several of them are getting married and they've obviously built this skill of thank you note writing over time. Um, but a thank you note we've received recently made our whole family cry. It was so kind. It was so loving. It was so well-written and it was so truthful and meaningful to us that that, I think it's an old practice of writing thank you notes, yes. but it's, it's really meaningful. Um, so I've yes. tried to cultivate that with, with Wesley, especially with gifts. I think that's one thing that, that is is important and valuable, but it takes some work and effort. And certainly, the the thank you notes that these kids wrote when they were seven and eight were were different. Um, but you can see this has been a skill they've developed over time, and it's it's. I think it's going to serve them really well. Love yeah. that. And I'm, I'm terrible at that. I'll be honest. Like writing out thank you notes. Like I'm I'm great at sending a text or uh-huh. telling people in person, but taking the time to write out thank you notes. And I will say, my really good friend Sarah from Virginia, she to me writes like the best thank you notes. It feels like she puts as much thought and humor into the mm-hmm. way into what she writes mm-hmm. as I, I did in picking out a gift for her. And I love that. Very yeah. much. She's a great model for yep. that. Yeah. Yep. So I thought maybe we could try like a gratitude challenge Ooh. maybe over the next few weeks and we'll pick it back up in a, in a future podcast. But I thought maybe we could do something like, translate this gratitude feeling actually into words so keep a list or keep a journal use you know the notes thing on your phone or whatever it is that you want to do maybe at the the end of each day for a week to two week period we can just write like what it is that we are grateful for and just you know i love that idea. look at our experiences put them into context by writing Mm -hmm. it down be interesting to see not only what we come up with, but like how we how we show up differently. I'm I'm having a I don't know. I feel like that will probably affect the way that we're feeling. So I'm yeah. excited to see yeah. how that plays out. That's really cool. Can y'all remind me? Yeah. <laughs> Will you send me reminders? That's what we did with the light effect down. Yeah, it was wonderful. Like, hey, lying down. I'm lying down. Here yeah. we go. That's so great. You want to hashtag this then? <laughs> hashtag uh, what? Write your thank you. I don't know. Oh, I like that. Thank you. We could just do gratitude. Okay. Yeah. Keep it simple. 
Or do we need minors. all our challenges to have fuck in there? Yeah. Oh, okay. no, no, that won't work with this. Maybe uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> not for this one. Right, but, right. We'll come unless back. Unless it's like super enthusiastic, yeah. like, I'm so fucking thankful. Uh, so like, right. We could put that in there. Right. Hashtag fucking thankful. For our listeners then, and I encourage them to do the challenge too, what, uh, what are some tips and tricks, some nuggets, some pearls, whatever? We want to adjective we want to use uh, or noun or whatever the heck part of speech that is. But um, <laughs> what is it that we want to give tips to our listeners? Mm-hmm. What would those be? So one thing I have found to be really powerful is that when I associate kind of gratitude as like an off ramp for a feeling, mm. it's practice. It has taken practice. But at this point in my life, when I feel anxious or when I feel resentful, I have practiced enough that I will try, like, I, I kind of automatically go, okay, what is there to be grateful for? And I think that that's a, it's a, it's been a nice, I don't know what that's called, but like when you can't combine pairing, two, pairing, thank you. That's it. That now, like when I feel anxious, I'm like, okay, is there grateful? Like, can I be grateful? But I think that's a really nice, that's been really helpful to me to mm-hmm. kind of pair it with a certain feeling mm-hmm. as a, as a way to almost get out of that feeling. So pairing, I like that. And I would say pick a practice and then try it for a week or two. Mm. So just like the challenge. And I think writing it down mm. tends to be more powerful yes. than than just doing it in your head. And mm-hmm. then the third thing, I like this rule. I like rules, but you can't write the same thing again and again and again. Yeah. So pick something new each time. Mm. Yeah. And if you are picking the same thing, like I'm thankful for my kids, I'm thankful for my husband, I'm thankful for my pets, you can go deeper into that, right? Like, what is it about them that you are grateful for? Yep, right. And really go deeper with Really stretch it out. You might be able to stretch it out for several times. Uh And I will say that I think, you know, just get started wherever you are. You know, even for folks that are really, really struggling, whether it's with depression, anxiety, sometimes you've got to start from a neutral place of Mm -hmm. nothing bad happened today. That's right. You know, and I and I think that's fine. Mm-hmm. And one other tip that I'll throw in there that I read about from uh, Robert Emmons, E-M-M-O-N-S. Uh, he is the, sort of this gratitude guru that I love is when you think about things in your life that you are grateful for to make the conscious effort to associate it with the word gift. This is a gift. This is a gift. And I just, I really, really like that. So like, I'm thankful for the gift of health. Yes. yes. Okay. Yes. Oh, and that even more kind of cements that idea of like external, yes. like that you were saying that that really well, and they're not entitled, that. like yeah. it not takes entitled. out the entitlement yeah. too. Yeah. Uh, oh, I love that. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you all for joining us today. We'll look forward to seeing you next week when we talk about all things related to change. So I'm um, look forward to seeing you then. Thank you for joining us for this episode. Subscribe to Inspiration from the Couch wherever you access your podcasts. We always welcome your feedback. Visit us on our website at inspirationfromthecouch.com. Inspiration from the Couch.